Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amazeballs co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. Okay. But Bailey's oh, got to do his other intro. Oh. Why? I, like, oh my god, okay. I, this is a bit now. Hi, interwebs. What's up, internets? <laughs> Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast with a name that these two don't like me to say anymore. This week, <laughs> this week, Raza wanted to talk about celebrities and their say in politics mm -hmm. and society. As we enter the internet age, this is becoming all the more prominent. And we all witnessed the slap that rocked the world recently, right? So even though we could agree that celebrities have more political sway than the normal citizen does, should they be able to voice their opinions or concerns just like we do, right? Or should we take that into consideration when listening to them? <laughs> I got a funny note for after. And then in a democratic society that we live in, right, should we listen to what the, I, I hate to use the word elites, but the upper class of our society, the celebs are, should they be mm -hmm. the ones dictating our popular opinion on normal society? So if we're mm -hmm. all free and equal and they don't live free and equal to us, how do we consider their opinions as they talk on societal issues and current political trends? Good, Bailey. That's a good delivery you, you, you gave there. Thank you. Thank you. Pat my mm. ego. Give me a bone Fumble the bag. and put a gold star on the chart. I got Not you. Um, I think that, like, as in the script, it says we do live in a, in a democratic society. So I think because we, at least we believe we do, their voice, like, this is a two-part answer because well, the second part will go along with the second question of the script but um i think they should have uh, a say in politics because they do contribute to the society and they do are part of the society and if we are a democracy as much as we believe we are we have to listen to 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 them so like i think that like yes we should the weight of their words, I don't know. That's another argument. But yes, we should, because we are in a democracy. Everybody has an equal say in it. So that's what I think. 
Fair. Fair. <clears throat> so the okay. thing is that that adds the interesting dynamics are like the spread of celebrities, which we'll touch on in the second part yeah. for sure. And yes. as Raza said, because it's democratic and equal, of course, everyone should deserve an equal opinion. But I think how you wrote the script here and how we highlighted the difference is just important to like kind of teach the kids these days or just society in general. As we were discussing pre-pod, it seems like everybody has a little bit of like cognitive dissidence when it comes to not being able to think through the context of their opinions. So yeah. Yeah. when we're looking at a celebrity or an influencer online, I think it's fair for them to chime in, but you should also be aware that that's their career is to just comment objectively. It's something, yes, it's a yeah. fine line that we want to walk career wise. Cause we want to make sure that we don't step into like the debate ring because mm. we're conscious that we're not equipped and not those people <laughs> who should be making a weighted commentary in that sector. So yes, I think yeah, some self-awareness and some awareness of the society around you is definitely very important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, and I think that, like, yeah, well, I More, no, what are you going to say, Raza? I was just going to say, like, yeah, like, Bailey kind of hit the nail on, 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 on the head. And it's like, we should look at the people who are talking about these things and, like, understand that who they are. And that's basically will give us an idea of like like of what their whole like what what the the issue is essentially mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i don't think that they should have opinions in the public at all, all right, i think like i think <laughs> yes you're allowed to form political opinions absolutely but i mm -hmm. think the fact that because this is the thing, celebrities are fully aware of, I guess, like the pull and the control and the manipulation and the power dynamic that exists with being a celebrity. So when they come out and they say something, you know, something politically egregious, I don't want that to be out. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want their shitty opinions to become a regular thing. You know what I mean? Like, so. it's okay to have an opinion, but when you have an opinion that's like not like because when you it's very biased of me to say this right because you want to look at what it is that they're having an opinion on if they're yeah. having if, if it's a male actor or actress or, or uh, sorry a male actor or you know music artist or celebrity of some kind having an opinion on women's rights i'm sorry i don't want to hear it yeah i don't want to hear it at all you know what i mean yeah. and that's why it's like there has to be some sort of line that they don't cross. And it's it's hard because you can't say, oh, you're not allowed to have opinions because you're celebrities and you have too much influence. But it's like you kind of shouldn't have an opinion because you're a celebrity and you have too much influence. You know, you have to let people form their own opinions. And when some celebrity that they like is forming an opinion for them, it takes away that individual thought process yeah and that's the other thing like and that's like the whole freedom of speech talk you know what i mean like like you 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 like if these celebrities say something that's not on 
on on board with what you as like as we as individuals agree with like you sort of have have to uh, figure out that line but okay what can they say and, and what can they not because then we also are a part of that um, umbrella too so i think the same yeah that's yeah 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 that's what i think yeah, yeah so i mean that's raza brought up something in his script that was really on tune with what you're saying here wine mom so like on that note is like it's a hypothetical i don't expect you to have the answer but it's like what do you do do we exclude them from having an opinion based on their status then how do you do that yeah so no i i don't think that there should be any form of like i guess silencing them or stopping them from having public opinions and whatever like obviously that's the whole point of politics like you sh you should be allowed to say whatever you want but my mm. like i'm not going to control that right mm. and i don't think we should control that but the the reality is i think that there's not enough education in politics like i i say this all the fucking time whenever somebody tries to like have a political argument with me about something my response is always, I'm sorry, I'm not educated enough to have that argument. Because it's like, sure, I could argue with this person, but do I, like, is it really worth it? Like, I might not even have all of the um, correct information or knowledge to have this argument. And even as mm. someone who does this podcast with you guys, who researches the news regularly, who talks about politics on a regular basis, cares a lot about politics, I'm very aware that I don't have all the information to make enough opinions that my opinion should be the only opinion. But quite often we see with these celebrities or public figures, they feel this responsibility to be 100% correct. And they say things that are incorrect. And they spread mm. misinformation. And if that's irresponsible. And that's like when we're here and we're talking about things, I'm comfortable to talk about things because I know that like we're going to correct each other if there's misinformation. We're going to be honest and open with each other. Whereas celebrities are just yelling into what we talk about all the time is an echo chamber. Yes. They're just yeah. yelling to people who are going to obviously agree with anything they have to say because it's a celebrity. Yeah. Well, and that's well, dangerous. Yeah. But, but the main difference between us, and I, I'm going to talk highly about us here and like uh, the rest of, of, of this internet celebrity culture is just like, we are at least self-aware of the, of our words and what we say. Yeah. Right. Because we know, uh, if we say something wrong, we will. It'll be a, a dangerous for for us. But people uh, don't have that sort of inward-looking eye. And they're like, "Hey, mm -hmm. uh, we can say whatever we want, and we won't have to deal with any sort of um, right um, repercussion." And we also have to take into factor that celebrities are in a significantly different financial position than we are. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, it's sad to say, but politics are financially motivated. That's yeah. what it is. You know, it, it has to do with money. So when you're listening to a group of people who have a vested interest in keeping their financial stability, they're not going to tell you what they think is fair for everybody. They're going to tell you what they think is going to keep money in their pockets. And we've mm -hmm. seen that happen time and time and time again. So to combine so it's those like, two to combine mm -hmm. your two things there, right? Both you and mm -hmm. Raza. Like, I don't think it's necessarily an inward eye. I think it's an inability to, like, see other people first. 
I don't yeah. think they're able to perceive, oh, how does this... Well, you would have to look at yourself in order to look at others. That's what, yeah. what, I, what I, I think. That's a good point. That's a good point. I that mean, is Bessie like... Bailey? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, it's like whenever stuff happens politically, right, a lot of family members who want to argue my points will be like, oh, well, then that means this is going to happen to you, and then you're going to have this thing that happens or you know mm -hmm. money for this is gonna go and money for that's gonna go away and it's like okay but i don't really care because there's lots of people who don't even have a half of what i have yeah you know mm -hmm. and like if if this new program i knew this this new thing that the government's gonna do is gonna make it more equal for all of us then that's mm -hmm. fine What's yeah the and that's what people because like i think it's the capitalist society that we also live live in let's blame it on that but because it's like we it's our greed we want more and more and more but then when we give others we look at them like uh like blood suckers essentially like why yeah. are we doing uh uh they live in in this democratic society a society that gives them the equal opportunity that i have meanwhile yeah. you have all that influence you have all that power you have all that like like um uh you like all the this political clout that you you can make things happen where people like us we believe that we're on the same level but we're not actually because our voice isn't as strong our our what we do our votes don't even matter at the end of the day yeah. well other guys our votes don't matter <laughs> <laughs> what, say yeah, that but, yeah but the the point i think like ultimately the point remains is that you know you cannot tell anybody to not have an opinion but you and this sucks because i know that it's not the case and i know that people are not going to do this but you as a person have to objectively look at these people and think are they doing it in my best interest or their own yeah you know and yeah. it's like you got to we talk about this all the time you got to do research you got to look at it you got to look into it by yourself you can't just assume like it's the same thing if if i say something on this show i expect you as a listener i expect you to fact check me absolutely mm -hmm. anything i say i don't care i'm not going to be i'm not going to be hurt by that if you need to fact check me and come back and then have another discussion then that's what you're supposed to do because you shouldn't just yeah. take anything that anybody says blindly and fucking run with it yeah no. and like on top of what you're saying like we're supposed to have these debates we're supposed to have engaging with these people and we're supposed to be mm -hmm. talking because ideas make a a a, democ a, democ a democratic country kind of like work kind yeah. of and i say that yeah. with like the most I'm, I'm resistant in my voice but uh uh like ideas make things happen and when you're just shutting out people because of their uh, stature lower or higher then you're like Sort of like making society like an echo chamber, which yeah. the internet sort of uh, becomes. Well, and it's hard because like, even though I want to sit here and say that like, you know, I want to be called out, everybody has ego, right? And it sucks mm. when you do get called out or you are told that you're wrong or that you did, you know, you're misinformed or whatever the case may be. It's not fun. But mm. at the end of the day, like, it's better to like, to know you're right by getting somebody to correct you or give you additional information than to just blindly believe whatever see yeah. i was i was explaining this 
to someone in from the upper class of society that was like had a bit of a more privileged upbringing than us. His name was Raza. No, no, it was someone outside, and they had a very interesting reaction because something I'm noticing recently is again that like lack of empathy, even when it comes to the ability to accept that fuck up that you're you're pointing out that critical point of accepting like I made this mistake because I was explaining how someone made a cancelable offense and that human who is more privileged their response was always like yeah but they meant well yeah but they mean this yeah but mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. a key issue for people from that walk of life is an inability to just straight up say, no, you know what? I fucked up. Or, you know what? That person fucked up. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. But yeah. it's just not some, It's not in your vocabulary when you're so capitalism-minded that you always have to be successful. You're not able to like look at yourself in an objective way or someone getting canceled and say, yeah. That's fucked, but you know. Yes, yeah. I it, it, like I yeah. I I and to add on to that, Billy, I've seen like people like be apologists for, for that type of stuff because they are also part of the, that same class as well. Whereas us, we can see that's like okay, that's it's questionable, right? So it's just like I think people sort of like gravitate towards people and they say but because they see them themselves. As, as those pe people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you're that. right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm here all yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I no think I, that's, let's use Raza's wise point to take it to the next section. I feel like, unless Wine Mom, do you have any final points? No, no. I really like how he summarized that. So let's honor his wisdom for the day. We've got Am I the Asshole coming up. And Raza's picked an interesting one. I, short I, one. I, I don't does even he know not? how to feel. Uh, it's a short you're right. one. You're right. So, <laughs> am I the asshole for telling my daughter to stop faking DID and Tourette's on TikTok? Oh, my sweet lord. <laughs> my 43 year old. 43. Is it supposed to be. Does that say? 43. Oh, I'm. Oh, oh I'm. I'm. Okay. My yeah, three-female daughter, uh, Reese is 14, is, is in eighth grade. She's not allowed to use social media until she turns 15 in fall. But recently, I discovered that she has a secret TikTok account. She made videos showing her tics and claiming that she has Tourette's. I've never oh. seen her have any kind of tic before. And she looked like she was highly exaggerating in her videos. There were others mm -hmm. on her same account where she was role-playing alters. Reese is a really creative writer and they seemed to like characters that she would come... They seemed like characters that she would have come up with in her stories. Mm -hmm. I decided to have a serious talk with my daughter because faking disorders like that can be harmful to people who actually have the disorders. I told Reese that I saw some of the videos she made and asked her why she felt she needed to do what she did. She said that posting some of her original stories and drawings did nothing because they got only a few views. 
she saw kids from her school that had viral videos of them having disorders, so she decided to try it. I told her mm. that I love her no matter what, but she had to stop making these videos. Reese mm. accused me of quote unquote fake claiming her and said that she will make a video about calling her out. Am I the asshole? This TikTok generation is something else, Jesus Christ. That's a hard call. I don't know. Those those blanket comments make me uncomfortable because then we're just being old heads if we're just like all okay. But I miss I missed the part. Who said they were gonna expose her? The mom? The kid. The, the kid. Daughter. When the kid approached the when the, the mom approached the daughter, the daughter said that she's like fake calling her out and that she she's going to make a video about it to get more views. I mean, I would take the kid's phone away. I mean, okay, this is the thing. That sounds like the easiest solution. That sounds like yeah. the most direct solution to this problem, yes. Like, okay, like, the mom is, the, the, goes just, the mom is not the asshole. That's, she's not an asshole. At the end of the day, listen, I don't care what anybody thinks about this response. Maybe, maybe that's not nice. But as a parent, you have a responsibility to teach your child right from wrong. And with all due respect... There is no kindness when you are making something that wrong of a decision, making that wrong of a decision. It's just, it's inappropriate. And I think that, like, this is a very common issue on social media where, you know, people are faking disorders, diseases, you know, all different other types of mental issues and physical stuff, like, all the time. And it makes people with genuine issues taken less seriously. So it's like, mm -hmm. if if it was me, there's no mm -mm. the phone would be gone. The instant yeah. I found the TikTok account, the phone would be gone. You can have a flip phone. That's it. Finished. Done. Like I wouldn't be allowing. I wouldn't be accepting it. And in all honesty, they would be going to a therapy appointment and they would be learning a lot about why. This uh. is that's well, funny. that's because so that's that's my follow up is like I think taking the phone away is also a fair punitive response, um, mm -hmm. but the thing is the mom in this story seems to be quite aware of the the positive parts that you were outlining. So that would be my only critique, is like if you're going to approach the kid and tell her it's damaging, then like to add the extra woke layer of like, okay, I'm taking your phone away, but you know what? Let's go see a psychotherapist. Let's go. Right. And so since the mom seems to says that she explained the values to the kid, then add just the extra step of like, all right, then I believe you. Let's go check this. Da, da, da. Right. It's just yeah. because like, I don't think children understand when, when you do something to be viral, or because you want virality, because this this has happened before, um, especially with DID, this happens a lot. And because of TikTok, ticks like people with Tourette's, that's become a very big popular thing on that platform. I'm saying using air quotes, right, to have. Mm, yeah. And it's like, there are creators on there. Like, there's a guy from Australia. He's an amazing creator. He has, he has Tourette's, and he makes a lot of great videos about Tourette's and, like, what it's like to be that way. And then he has a few funny videos of him trying to cook and clean with his girlfriend. And it's like, hmm. when somebody is doing, doing something and making up fake scenarios and, and doing fake personalities or fake Tourette's and stuff like that, 
you're taking away from those creators who've worked really hard and deserve to have their platforms seen and elevated. And mm -hmm. a child, obviously, if she's 14, is not going to actually understand the gravity of that. And that's why something like taking her to therapy and having her really learn what that's all about, because I'll tell you, if the child is doing that for attention, there is something that's missing in her life and therapy would probably help a lot. Yeah. yeah. And like, like I've like, and this kind of hits home to me because I've seen, cause I have a speech impediment uh, yeah. and I've seen motherfuckers on that site sort of have fake stutters and it's like, and I see them. On other, uh, on other YouTube videos or TikTok or, or reels on Instagram, and they're talking fluent like normal. So yeah. I'm I'm saying like people who have those issues with them aren't something you can like hot, like bandwagon on. Like they are dealing yeah. with these things, and it isn't something like you can uh, capitalize on. That and that kind of a sick thing that um, so, uh, social media has sort of like normalized essentially. Yeah. Well, and, and the big problem is that she's a child. Like, that's the reality there. Being thing, yeah. 14, yeah. you don't understand. You just think virality is what I want because that's what everybody has and that's what everyone's doing. So that's what I want. But you don't mm. think about the consequences of when you're no longer 14 and you're 18 and somebody calls you out for faking Tourette's from the time you were 14. You're not going to you're not going to be very happy that that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something that yeah. you got to she's got to learn that sooner than later. And yeah, and on top of that, she she doesn't really understand the implications of what she she's doing because this no. is she's like Tourette people like people who have Tourette's are like like they're struggling like they're struggling and she's very like, much yeah and and they're and they're using this sort of like thing to be like hey I, I, I want to fake this this uh, disability to um get some clouts or to get some like uh viral views because my non disabled ones are low in views yeah. and we don't say the Which numbers just, like it just takes away the integrity as well of being a con mm. of being a content creator and yeah, this is the yeah. problem this is the big problem with young people becoming content creators because we've seen this happen with uh, quite a few young tiktokers who got their overnight fame and they have no integrity whatsoever because they're children and they don't understand what it means to have integrity. Yeah. You know, and that's a big problem. 100%. Yeah. That's, we have, yeah. everybody's just comfortable with being like super edgy, I guess. That's like yeah. the, the norm. That's, that's the dichotomy. Like, I, I don't know. I'm nervous. I think about it often. If I was a kid who grew up with this obsession with social media in my teenagehood, it's corrupting. I, I, how do you, how do you teach the kid that uh, responsibility, accountability? That's a really hard lesson to teach a child if you're already not an accountable person. Yes, you make watch, yeah. make them watch put together a whole playlist of YouTuber apology videos and make them watch that so that they can cringe and be uncomfortable when they realize that they're going to have to do that one day for being silly on the internet. See, but that's like, I, but like is, are they going to learn Maybe. from you punishing them with those videos or are they going to then go all punk I'm, rock? I'm, and then I'm mostly say, making a Yo, joke. My, my wash mom made me watch all these fucking YouTuber apologies. I'm going to go yeah, join Jackass. 
No, I mean, I'm mostly making a joke. But the reality is, is like, if you don't take the time as a parent to teach your child why it's wrong, then like, you're just going to you're just going to continue a cycle of ignorance. That's that's the reality. Okay. And yeah. that's why that's why I say, like, taking your child to a therapist and forcing them to have to, like, face the reality of what it is that these people actually go through on a regular basis is the only way that they're going to even understand slightly. Slightly, yeah. And and even then. Yeah. But I mean, take it's... the phone away. I don't I this is one thing I don't understand about the current parenting generation. Take the phone away. Like yeah. I get you know, parents are like, oh well, you know, the kids know that we can't take their phone away because they know that we need to be able to contact them. Okay, so get them a flip phone. Like you can still buy flip phones. A pager. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Whatever. Oh my god. Go, go real basic. Yeah, because like, like at fourteen, bro, and I'm sure wine mom would agree with me, but like, uh, giving a fourteen year old a smartphone with all that freedom is is kind of damaging. Bro. I talk about yeah. this all the time. I didn't yeah. have my first real cell phone until like I didn't have like a real smartphone until I was seventeen. And the reason why I got it is because I was paying for it myself. Mm-mm. That's why I got it. And it's like these kids nowadays, like my cousin has had a cell phone from the time she was 10 years old. An iPhone, the latest iPhone from the time she was 10 years old. Explain to me why that is necessary. You pick the child up and drop the child off at school every day. What is the need for the cell phone? I feel like it's a change in era because it's like the people having kids the these breeders out here are like oh my god <laughs> in their late 30s in their 40s they're usually yuppies with their ipads and if not it's someone that's too busy to spend the attention with their kid like i think the technological times we're so dependent on it to order our food to do this to do that to do that that's so much so that the kids needs are also dependent on the ipad unfortunately and i think it's fucked mm-hmm. and i don't agree with yeah billy's right about that yeah. i mean I, you're right but that's why as a parent it's your job to teach them the fundamentals of not needing a fucking cell phone to direct your life i've talked about this on the show before even when i worked my first job i walked across the parking lot to the payphone to call my grandmother on my lunch break i survived I would walk to a payphone. Like, figure it out. T- these kids need to figure it out. There's no reason you don't need to see the latest iPhone at fucking ten years old. I'm sorry. Yeah, so- There's your new hit YouTube show. You should have titled "Figure It Out," hosted by Figure It Out, yeah. featuring Wine Mom. Grow up, you. <laughs> no, but I I think this like because like because our parents were very different than these parents. Mm-hmm. These parents were like. Let's stick them. Let's stick our babies in front of iPads, and like uh, that will yeah. sh- sh- shut them up, right? So that's w- what they're doing, essentially. So like, I I think that like, um, we even saw the damages uh, of because our generation with Facebook and MySpace was already seeing that, and yeah. like what 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 was happening. But th- this is what's happening when shit goes un- unchecked. Yeah, you have fourteen-year-olds making uh, fake disability videos, and then and next thing you know, they're gonna be the next Snooky. So it's just like you, you, you. We have to. We 
and this is old Rezo talking, like you have to talk to your kids about the internet and that that shit stays on there forever. There, you If yeah. you say something, it stays on there. Your, your apology video or not, people are going to look at what you did rather than your apology. So that's going to haunt you for the rest. She's going to be 30 and someone is going to pull up her TikTok video and be like, oh, yep. why were you making her well upon enough of it? This is a, a, a forever. Yeah, forever. so it's like, forever. I don't, I don't, I think, yeah, I think that kids, if you, uh, stream, if you, if you have kids out there, talk to them and get them the Razer flip phone. They don't need the new heebie-jeebie stuff. <laughs> like, listen, because I'm not against kids having cell phones, right? Because I think it is important for them to have, you know, some, especially because of how much I care about true crime, right? I think it's important that children have a device where they can contact for help if they need it. But I'm very serious about the fact that they don't need to be able to photograph themselves and post it on Instagram and be on all these different applications and doing all these. They don't need to do that. They need because yeah. children, children are not learning the importance of privacy. That's a big thing that that mm -hmm. kids are not learning is the importance of privacy, not just because, you know, you don't want to embarrass somebody or you don't want to embarrass your family, but it's about protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. protecting yourself especially somewhere like tiktok because there's so many girls like young girls older girls my like my generation posting entire tour videos of their uh condos in downtown toronto now every weird guy knows exactly where you live mm. yeah yo, they all know exactly I, where you live i seen someone today post a video of their rari getting stolen and then i looked on their page and i could see their whole house immediately i was like what yep. do you mean you're sad your rari got stolen i can already tell where it is in your house like exactly and this oh is what i mean gosh. and that's that's why i say like children are not learning the importance of privacy because they have access to everything in the entire world on their cell phones yeah uh that's, and that's like reality. yeah like they like the internet's great, but like just like smoking, do it later on in in life. You yeah, what I mean. It's, so, like this conversation sucks so much because mm -hmm. we care about the internet, and I think the internet is a great, important tool, and I think that everyone should use it because you. I talk about this all the time. People who are dumb, there's no excuse. You have a, a computer in your pocket, right? Mm. But it's upsetting when you have to think about, like, how do you protect a child from the mistakes that can be made on the Internet? Because even though I didn't have a cell phone and I barely used a computer at home, the things that I learned on the Internet that I saw on the Internet through my friends and stuff in computer lab before, like, they had all this advanced tracking and parent protection and stuff on computer. That's stuff that you never forget. Mm -hmm. You never forget that. That's 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 a traumatizing thing forever. And it's like it's not it's not safe for kids to have open access to that stuff. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's yeah. It's like yeah. It's it, it's also dangerous because there's a bunch of creeps out there too. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot recently in some ways because it's funny how the pendulum is swung to now almost the more liberal way of thinking is that we do need some form of censorship. Yeah. Which is uh, which is ironic. Yeah, it's come full circle backwards now. Yeah. You know. Well, it's not so much censorship so much as it is delay. You need to del with children. You need to yeah. delay it until they're old enough 
to form opinions, right? Because look, mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't respect him. I don't think he's intelligent. I don't think he has anything to add to the world. Of course, I think that. But again, I don't think that people who enjoy his content, okay, I don't think that they should I don't think it should be completely so that they can never ever view his content. But I also don't want a young, impressionable child who's uneducated and unable to form secure opinions watching somebody like him before their brain develops enough to do so. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. That's it's what it comes like, down to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Bailey, I think you have been down that road or were the cusp. So I feel like you know more about that than I do. Or... I... Right? I do. I'm just like I'm. I'm stumped in a bad way because I agree with Wine Mom overall, and I just like it's really got me in a tough spot personally lately thinking about this shit. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. It's like, I won't lie. It's yeah, like I'm it's... bummed. I'm legitimately bummed about this. Straight up to the podcast audience, it's like I've been yeah. like bummed thinking about this shit lately. Well, because it's sad because you you want children to have access to it because the Internet is I've, I've said this a hundred times. The Internet is great. When I when I finally was able to, like, use the Internet as an adult, when I was able to use the Internet and explore it on my own and enjoy it, you know, like I found so many great things. And like just from the true crime community alone, like exploring mm-hmm. that and getting to learn because the true crime community is not just about, you know, the scary things. It's also about like. Some, some, some of it's about politics and the law and other fundamentals of protecting yourself and things like that that you learn when you are, you know, listening to these things as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that was great to be able to have the opportunity to experience that. But I was experiencing it at the right time. When I was old enough to know the difference between, oh, this is sensationalized, fun, serial killer thing versus oh this is like a serious thing that i'm learning about yeah more yeah, live yeah. links yeah oh, i remember that yeah exactly it's yeah, yeah live links. Oh, my God. i'm probably not supposed to say that so i'll, I'll stop saying yeah it. i, I wouldn't know. say that out loud uh, like the double l double l yeah. <laughs> um ah I'm going to keep it moving because I feel like we're all on the same bummed page, but I see yeah. that Raza had a final point. Are you going to get no, to cap us off? No, it's fine. fine. What? You can go. go what? No, no, come on. I'm come kidding. on. I don't have I, I marriage, don't... you air uh, your communications. Uh, 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 I, think, I think kids should have pagers, um, and that's basically it, and be home before the lights go, uh, before the street lights go. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. And ride your bike more. Ride your yes. bike more. Touch grass more. <laughs> Sorry, that's an ableist yeah. of me, but <laughs> uh, that's oh, true. Uh, goddamn. Um That's so not the... ableist. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Technically it is. But Oh my gosh, not, Bailey. It's not Bailey. Yeah, it is. Anyway. I digress. I, whatever, whatever. So um you pretty much I drink guys. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, Wine Mom did summarize it well with your point here. It's as mentioned before, celebrities hold a lot of sway in the political arena, 
They have direct lines of communications to politicians or influential people most of the time, especially nowadays with the internet culture. And we're starting to see this super heavily in the era of the tech bajillionaires, right? So regardless of if it's issues like Leonardo DiCaprio yelling about climate change or Britney Spears endorsing Bush's war in Iraq, should we all have the same weight in our opinion and a political means when we're all supposed to be free and equal in this democracy? Uh, Wait, what? Can you reform yes. that? Question? No, okay, uh, I got it. I got. It. I, should, I think should should we all have the same weight in our opinion? After all, it is a pillar of our democracy. Like, should we? So, if these celebrities, oh. e just can Elon influence the Ukraine war just because he owns a company that builds rockets? You know what I mean? I mean, yes. obviously not. Oh, never mind. Bronza. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. No, but I think ultimately it's just like when it comes to celebrities, it's the public's responsibility to know when to take something with a grain of salt and like to do your own research. I mean, we've talked about this before, you know, where I had somebody that I respected bring up something in regards to, you know, the current climate of the world and when I said, oh, I'm going to Google it, they said, no, don't Google it. And all my respect went out the window because how can you tell me not to fact check you? That That's telling me you already know you're spreading misinformation. No, you're being controlled yeah. by big Google, bro. Big Google, big, big search engine, big search engine. They're controlling <laughs> your search results for SEO. See, see one mom, I'm, I'm going to give you a tip. Whenever you want to search for something, don't use Google, use Bing. Because oh that's, you won't get tracked on that. No, if you're, real G, if you're a real G, you use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo, and you don't get All tracked. All right, I'm, I'm blocking shit. you guys. Or <laughs> ask Jeeves. The point that I'm making is like, even though these celebrities seem like somebody you can trust, because they, because for some reason, if you make a lot of money, people automatically think you're smart, but we already know that the catch me outside girl is definitely not a genius, but somehow a billionaire, mm -hmm. you know? So maybe we need to think about that when we take their opinions seriously and like fact check these celebrities. It doesn't hurt to like double check, you know? Yeah. And also on top of that fact, like fact check the fact checkers also, because uh, they have a, somewhat of a bias as yeah. as well so, so like, just do, yeah sorry go, go no well like you bring up like leo dicaprio you were the one that wrote him right like how do That's you an example yeah i know i know so i'm asking personally how do you no. feel about that is that on the line of like advocating for an issue or is he speaking like, as like a definitive opinion on the subject it's just I believe it's more like advocating some something because he doesn't have all the answers. He there's scientists out there like if if a, if a celebrity has an interest uh, towards the good of humanity, like Leonardo DiCaprio and like the climate change, then we should look at his um, opinions, but with a grain of salt at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, so like I, I think it, like it, it's contextual. It depends on on the issue. That may sound biased, but like the issues I believe we should look at, if celebrities are more focused on about making a world better, then let's pay attention to that because we may benefit from their 
uh, what they're doing, not like what e Elon is doing and say, hey, let's uh, let's make um, a spaceship and go to Mars. Not like like that, but like tangible stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, like, use your head, right? Like when it comes use to Leonardo. Head, yeah. yeah. When it comes to Leonardo DiCaprio, like you have to look at the validity of the argument that he's having right because this is the thing leo has been about climate change for very many years and he has stayed pretty true to his opinion throughout his entire time and he kind of puts his money where his mouth is so it's like you have to look at that person and think okay obviously we want to like check and make sure that what they're talking about is legitimate but also recognize the fact that like they are legitimately working hard and putting their money where their mouth is Whereas you look at some other celebrities that just make baseless comments where they're like, oh, yeah, like, do the right thing because of this. Like, you think about that stupid video that came out at the beginning of the pandemic with all the celebrities singing. Like, yeah. Yeah. what? That was supposed to be, we realized that was supposed to be, like, a political statement, right? That's what that was, regardless of whether it was about mental health. or It was a political statement. And they all made themselves look like idiots. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like... You, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I will never take anything Gal, Gal, whatever the frigger name is, furious. Because, like, how are you such a <laughs> Yes, <gem>? wine mom. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you because, like, we don't have to, like, like, like I, I believe these Hollywood stars are, like, hopping on some sort of train. It's trends. Them, yeah, and, and to be, like, um... Except for like, I know there's some celebrities, not many of them, that are consistent, but their beliefs, like Leonardo DiCaprio, with because he's like climate change for the last like ten years. Yeah. Um. But like, others, others are are, are like, yeah, you're only doing this because it, it it makes you look good. You don't care right. about the war in in Ukraine, stuff like that. So it's like I exactly. I, I think that. We should look at the celebrities we should look at are the ones that have credibility that actually are on the ground doing something using their own personal finance finances and their clout to actually get stuff going that's the one that right. i think we should look at more. yeah and that's i mean that's a big reason sorry i'm willing to give I'm willing to give Leonardo his credit because it's not like he got into um, climate change in the last year when this last two years really is when people started to take climate change seriously. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but people only just started taking it seriously now. Yeah. He's been doing this. He's been doing this since before I stopped eating meat. That's how long mm. he's been doing this. Yeah. And I, I haven't been eating meat for almost almost 10 years now at this point. So it's like you have to give the man credit because he's been doing what he said he was going to do and he's stuck to it and he's he just keeps going yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean like you know like if you're able to separate the person f f from the issues yeah. then i think you'll have an easier time digesting what they're saying exactly so, so in what situation is it acceptable and this is for my own curiosity is what situation yeah. is it acceptable to separate the person from the thing the issues i think it's contextual um because it's like you like yeah like you can be a very bad person but then advocate for for like yeah. world hunger um 
at that point like i i think you you, you should come to, to like those lines are drawn as an individual so like i think like i per, like if it like like a celebrity like has like a very questionable views on the world but they're like hey i'm gonna end world hunger but that i i think you should take it what they're saying with a grain of salt because their their life um sort of contradicts what they're preaching right? right so like if two things like if it doesn't balance out then like it sort of doesn't make sense of why they're doing uh this this thing for charity or for right whatever. i mean yeah. i can give you a good example of a celebrity who i don't respect but does do something for a select community that i care a lot about and mm -hmm. i will give her that credit for that and that alone and i still think that it is a little bit eh. um miss kim kardashian went to yeah. school to become a lawyer while also being a mother to three kids four kids yeah. Uh, yeah. but she went to become a lawyer because that's what you know would make her father happy and she works in um trying to stop unjust um um like some, executions second chance stuff right she basically yeah. she basically goes right for like because the innocence project is something i care a significant amount about which is basically yeah. people who've been wrongly convicted there's enough evidence to suggest that they shouldn't be in jail in the first place mm -hmm. and that they didn't get fair trials due to prejudice whether that may be you know um based on their lifestyle skin color etc right and so mm -hmm. she does work in that community and she does bring light to cases that that deserve to be talked about right so i can separate her as a terrible person who doesn't respect women and acknowledge the fact that yeah she does care about human beings in the sense of like the unfair execution she she does do the work to try and get people fair trials or have their cases heard or talked about or seen like she she is bringing focus to that she's using her celebrityhood to bring yeah. focus to that issue so yeah. i can look past who the person is yeah. for that cause like yeah it, 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 it's just like the variable like the variables of like how bad they are and stuff like that exactly. because like ultimately uh what they say and what they do are kind of two div different things right so. i mean if amber heard comes out and starts oh, advocating boy. for you know women's rights that's the last person I want to hear saying. Yeah, about yeah. And if Gal Gadot says like says, "Oh, we should stand up for you know Palestinian people," I'll be like, "No, stop." Just talking. sing a song, Gal. Just sing yeah. a song. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah. Don't even, Someone... actually don't even sing. Not to be grumpy and pessimistic, but it's yeah. like if you wanted it because you said you wanted an example, I can give you that example. It's Kim Kardashian and that that specific one. Like that's a legitimate for me. That's that's something I can accept. I, but so then really? like, cause Kim is one of those examples of like, does that good way out the bad? I mean, look no, what the, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, but I, the thing is, no, it doesn't outweigh her bad parts and it's not a, it's not forgiveness. It's just, I'm able to look past who she is for that specific okay. issue because I'm going to give, listen, if there's one thing I'm going to do, whether I like you or not, whether I respect you or not, I'm going to give cred where cred is due. 
I've done it before on the show. You guys know that. I will give cred mm-hmm. where cred is due. And I've told you guys, if Elon would do what he said and solve world hunger, I will give that man his dues. But mm-hmm. no. Okay. He talked yeah. a lot of shit. So the life lesson from the situation is that bad people can do good things and hold those good things for what they are, but still hold the person accountable for who they Absolutely. are. Except for okay. Absolutely. Except for Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, no, Leo's a bad boy, but I know. That's, I know. A, to- that's a topic for another day. No, it's not. Based. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's based. Come on, I'm super based. That's what all the kids say. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> Give me a little bit of ego here, but... I think Wine Mom really brought us around today, so I appreciate it, Wine Mom. Since you're killing it, you're killing it. Do you have a summary for us? I'll give you the last point on the subject. A summary? Um, Basically, get get a a vibe out. Right. Basically, don't always take everything at face value. And just because you like someone doesn't mean they're the smartest person in the room. And it's okay to fact check somebody you love because you would do it to your grandma. So do it to a celebrity. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. There you go. There you go. Okay. I like that. The chat's going off. So if you're watching this, uh, if you're listening to this in the recorded version on Spotify, you tune in live. You have a good old time with the actual viewers in real time while Raza just sighs every time he looks. Um, <laughs> so thank you wine mom for your wisdom today. We've got our tweet of the week. He selected a, a quite a good one again, quite a good one. Very timely as per always, the tweet of the week is on screen and it reads Chris rock. Why do they call it oven when you of in the cold food of out hot, eat the food Garfield. <laughs> Slowly <laughs> rises from seat at first row table of lower bowl of the Dolby Theater. <laughs> Come and kick. Get I feel like, I feel like that might have been too smart for me. Okay. Uh, it's just supposed to be all the Garfield memes we were having. It's supposed to be all the Garfield No, memes. he's. it's supposed to be like making fun. Like It's just like it's, he's Will Smith. Oh, my God. What? Get it. I get it now. Uh, Garfield is Will Smith and Chris Rock is dissing lasagna. I get it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. It just was worded way too smart, I think. It, it see, really now all weird. you guys get to see how dumb Wine Mom actually is. You're welcome. Oh, no. I was just... Okay. All right. That's not... Okay. Too late, Raza. That's what happened. Um, The costume and this guy... Bailey, don't switch it just yet. Just wait until the cutscene is over. But the costume of of one guy is a Yahtzee. If you know what, what I mean. <laughs> oh, so I have to leave the tweet up. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> not now. Not now. It's good now. It's good now. Okay. Um, Alright, kids. Uh, Wine Mom. Wine Mom. You want to hook me yeah. up again today? You want to give everyone the, the call to action, what they can do, where they can Oh, if you're watching this, if you're if you're watching this on Spotify or any other platform where you're watching it or listening to us, you guys are missing out on the fact that we're going to be on stream live chatting with people watching. So if you've ever wanted to call Bailey out for being a wiener, if you hang out, you can do that after the show. Thank you, Raza. Really, tell, tell them how much. Tell them how much you love them. 
Um, I I will love you as much as you 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 subscribe to our Patreon. Thank you. Bye. Love. Uh, uh, leave, uh hit hit that subscribe button, and uh, subscribe, yeah. like, leave a comment. Yeah. Uh, uh, your mom will be proud. Raza. You're born yeah. for it. You're born for Thank it. You. Okay. Be right back, kids. Here's the outro video. Be right. Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, Marching Into Madness, all one word, no space. On the gram, Marching Underscore Into Underscore Madness. And on Patreon, at patreon.com slash Marching Into Madness. And again, on Lay Discord A, at Marching Into Madness. Join us, and Bailey will pay you 10 whole Canadian dollars. <laughs> You can follow Whitey over at Marley underscore media on the Insta. You must definitely follow the life of our, of our whole podcast, Wine Mom, at X Wine Mom X because the year's 2002, and we still have, have the X in our names. And me, your favorite uh, brown boy, at underscore R dot R Malik on underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids, say no to school and yes to <laughs> <laughs> It's like such bad advice. It's like here we put this well-formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues. Don't go to school, dude. Oh, God. Ba Bailey shouldn't be near school after saying that. <laughs> like, Bailey listens to me say the sentence and he goes, mm, maybe I should say my sentence now. Ha, 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 ha.